tangled up in cables. <laughs> I'm tangled up in you. Is I singing the right song? Mm-hmm. And I'm tangled up in you. Yes, it's um, Collide by Howie. Yes. Yes. Yeah, okay. I got you. You and I collide. Do, 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 do. Do, 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 do. Do, 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 do. <laughs> yes. Welcome back, everybody, to the Ride Home Podcast. My name is Abby. Hey, guys, it's Caitlin. We just left the theater from quite possibly the most controversial movie of 2022. Yeah, it seems to be. And not necessarily like controversial because of its content, Mm-mm. but controversial because of its marketing, cast, director, director, everything that happened, everything that went down. We just saw Don't Worry Darling. We did. Yeah. We came for the drama. <laughs> we, I feel like um, we first saw the trailer for this at the beginning of the year mm-hmm. and it was just an instantaneous like we have to see that and mm-hmm. I think it's because both of us identify as bisexual mm-hmm. and seeing a trailer <laughs> where Chris Pine, Gemma Chan, Florence Pugh, Harry Style, like it was just like ah the most bipanic that has ever bipanicked. And so I think even if this movie was billed as the worst movie of all time, (laughs) we would have eventually seen it. We had to see it. We had to. Yeah, we didn't have a choice. But (laughs) as the year developed, there were some rumblings of tension on set, Mm -hmm. right? And so Florence Pugh plays our main character, Alice. Mm -hmm. The movie is directed by Olivia Wilde. Mm -hmm. And the rumbles out of the tabloids was that Olivia Wilde was so obsessed with Harry Styles on set Mm -hmm. and with her newfound affair and relationship with him that... Florence Pugh was very upset by that and wanted nothing to do with Olivia Wilde. Like the second the movie wrapped, she was like, deuces, like, Mm -hmm. screw you guys. And then there was the Venice Film Festival when people thought that Harry Styles may or may not have spit on Chris (laughs) Pine. (laughs) Which after like detailed review of the video, I don't think he spit on him. I don't think so. It looks a lot like he spit on him though. And everyone said he didn't. Yeah. (laughs) So we're just going to say he didn't. We're just going to say he didn't. It looked like he did. Um, People weren't sure if Florence was going to show up for anything. She like marched in with like an Aperol spritz and her grandma because she's the best person ever. Wait, what about the Shia LaBeouf thing? Oh my God. Yeah. Basically, Olivia Wilde is the drama. (laughs) Is all we have to say (laughs) about this. Yeah. Because what even, what was the Shia LaBeouf thing that he was supposed to play? So Shia LaBeouf was going to play Harry Styles, Styles is, Styles is, <laughs> character. And Shia LaBeouf claimed he wanted more rehearsal time and he released some receipts. He released uh-huh. some text messages between him and Florence. He clearly states in his text messages that he thinks that Florence is uncomfortable working with him. Mm-hmm. And I guess... Shia has some pretty serious allegations against him, which he is 
since confirmed he like recently confirmed on a podcast that he did in fact like assault his ex-girlfriend okay um and so basically shia claims he left because there wasn't enough rehearsal time but the reason that there wasn't rehearsal time is because florence would never meet up with him Mm. so we're not sure if maybe florence felt uncomfortable about working with him Olivia Wilde says she fired Olivia him. Olivia Wilde said she fired him. she has to be the drama. But then a video came out where she was like, <laughs> Shia, Shia, Shia. <laughs> <laughs> and she's like driving in her little yes. Jeep. And then she's like, I think this is a wake up call for Miss Flo. Miss Flo. And so basically we all know that at the bottom line of all of this drama, Olivia Wilde, is like you said, the drama. is the drama. She clearly lost control mm-hmm. of her own project unfortunately yeah, it seems that way i think the most unfortunate thing it's like i don't feel bad for olivia wilde i don't like i can tell that there's like maybe some like narcissism there i'm not mm. saying she's like mm-hmm. a narcissist but like i feel like there's some some ego issues there sure clearly like jason sudeikis served her like papers <laughs> while she was actively doing like a panel <laughs> Like I know that's so shitty. I know but it's so, it's so funny. Shitty, to me. But I am I am team Jason on I, that. I because he's Ted Lasso. Like <laughs> yeah. I'm sorry. Like I just can't. So, I'm not gonna shit on Jason. No, never. So we can tell that there's something about Olivia that's a little bit toxic. Something's off. Yeah. And Harry Styles, whether I think he was dating her and then wasn't, but now she was just seen at one of his oh, concerts. Lord. He's an Aquarius. He's a mess. Yeah. I think he's fallen for it a little bit. Mm -hmm. So we don't know what sides to pick besides Florence Pugh always Always. and Jason Stakis always Always. who's not even a part of this movie. But we (laughs) have to mention him. And even though he's like wrapped up in whatever drama Olivia Wilde is, Harry Styles is just beautiful and talented. Yeah, we love him. And we love him. Mm -hmm. Getting into the movie now. Yes. (laughs) I'm not going to ask you your general thoughts. Okay. I'm going to say we went from Harry Styles being beautiful and talented. Mm Mm-hmm. What did you think of him in this little movie? Maybe he's not always talented. <laughs> <laughs> maybe he needs maybe to stick to he what he knows. Should continue with music. You know what? He released one of the best albums this year. Truly. So we can't shit on That's him. That's what I'm saying. Like yeah. he can't be good at everything. Right. Like he can't have one of the best albums can't and be a great performance in a movie. And one of the best looking people on the planet. No, he can't you do, can't all, do of all of those, those things. things. He tried. He he tried so hard. I gave you all of this, Alice. He Not everybody gets this opportunity. <laughs> <laughs> he isn't at least in this movie was not a great actor no this was not a good performance no it was not and i think one of the main issues unfortunately and i know i was just teasing about it he is from i don't know what part of england he's from but he's from a a part of england that they should have had him try to do a like a london accent instead tried to just like standard british yeah like like trim off the fat of like his kind of slang you know Mm -hmm. you couldn't take him seriously because the accent was so strong that it was almost like the british version of like 
a Tennessee backwoods person mm-hmm. on screen. Yeah. Does that make sense? Yeah, that does make sense. And I will actually agree with you. I mean, it's like we can't like shit on someone for that, like literally how they talk. No. But like I do agree with you. And I think part of it was the delivery. Mm-hmm. It was also very like overacted. Yeah. The entire thing on his part was overacted. So you know what I, it reminded me of actually? There was this one scene where they were having a fight mm-hmm. Florence Pugh and Harry Styles' mm-hmm. character who are Alice and Jack and her performance was you were watching a, a real human being yes. on that screen like you were watching she became Alice mm-hmm. right his performance reminded me like I did drama in high school uh-huh. and it was like you're on stage and you think you're delivering like this great performance yes but really it's just screaming yeah okay you know what like, i mean it's so funny that you said high school because in that same scene yeah. when he was like literally screaming uh-huh like i thought high school like this is a high school play yeah him not her which like high school directors love a scream yeah like please they're like give us more passion not my high school director sounded nothing like that but i had a performance where i was in crime and punishment and i played like a a mother of like desperate poor children (laughs) and my husband was a drunk and i had a fight (laughs) with my husband on stage and it was literally just me screaming at him Mm -hmm. and slapping him Mm -hmm. and like it was so overdone, but here's the thing. I could have given a better performance if I was told by my director, hey, don't scream. You don't need to right now. Yes. Hey, feel your feelings. What are your motivations? Building the character inside of you. Mm-hmm. And I feel like Olivia Wilde was just like, oh my God, he's so pretty that she just let him like run free. Yeah. I don't think there was much directing Mm-mm. with him. Like she drank the Kool-Aid, like there were yeah. stars in her eyes and she couldn't get out. I know I say this to you all the time, like get out of your butt. Like right. she couldn't get out of her butt. Like she was mm-hmm. just so enthralled with him that mm-hmm. she couldn't tell him when he needed to pull back, when he needed to adjust Yes, because... And how to prepare. I have to say, nobody else in this movie had that issue. Yeah. Nobody else overacted. Nobody else felt inauthentic even. Right. I will say, like, the rest of the cast, I thought, did a great job. Yeah. I completely agree. So, it has to have been. Like, that makes a lot of sense. Yeah. And I also wonder if that was something that created some tension also of, like people like there are real actors in this movie Mm -hmm. like actual actors Florence Pugh Gemma Chan Chris Pine Chris Pine was great Chris Pine was amazing he looked a beautiful too the one scene out like in their home when they're throwing a party like Uh Chris Pine and Gemma Chan's home Uh he looked like a god when he came out I was like oh wow yeah (laughs) he was never on my list of like Chris's no but he is now now. yeah i like old chris pine better than young chris pine i will say agree it's a little bit it's getting like zaddy yeah and i'm here for it yeah anyways all of the other real actors even though i'm gonna just say olivia wilde was even good like Mm -hmm. nick kroll was great like olivia wilde had well she was touch and go she yeah she but like you could tell she was directing herself correct she ran away with it a little but bit. But I just wonder if there was like something like Harry's not really like 
on our mm-hmm. level and like he's not getting any direction at all yeah and like we understood the assignment and right. he's just doing this it must have been frustrating for sure like yeah. especially florence having the majority of her scenes with mm-hmm. him um i could it's probably see. a struggle yeah i'm gonna give a brief synopsis a co- of course off the internet again because i'm gonna do no spoilers mm-hmm. um we will do a small spoiler section at the just end just a little teensy bit just a little teensy bit but we'll warn you whenever mm-hmm. so in the 1950s alice and jack live in an idealized community of victory an experimental company town that houses the men who work at a top secret project While the husbands toil away, the wives get to enjoy beauty, luxury, debauchery Mm -hmm. of their seemingly perfect paradise. However, when cracks in her idyllic life begin to appear, exposing flashes of something sinister lurking below the surface, Alice can't help but question exactly what she's doing in victory. Why is the synopsis better than the movie? What? Uh, that was a well that was another well written synopsis. Who's writing these synopsis? I don't know. Synopses? Synopses. On Google. Whatever they are. They're killing the game. But the writer of this movie was Katie Silberman, who did Booksmart, which is one of our favorite which comedies. Which we loved. And there were hints of comedy. There were. It had the same kind of brand of comedy. Uh-huh. And, of course, directed by Olivia Wilde. And we talked about the cast earlier. But I'm now going to ask you, overall, mm-hmm. coming out of the theater, what are your general reactions and thoughts to the movie? I knew going into this... That it had a 37% uh-huh. on Rotten Tomatoes. Right. So I tried to just kind of like have no expectations at all. Yeah. There were parts of it that I actually really liked. Mm-hmm. There were parts of it that I was like cringing. Mm-hmm. And overall as a whole, I don't know, like I really wanted to like it because I think the ideas were actually really cool. Potential was there. But I just feel like it didn't, something happened. I don't know if this was another like editing issue or something or a storyline issue, Mm -hmm. but it just didn't click into place how I wanted it to. I think for me, one of the biggest issues was that we had a two hour movie Mm -hmm. where the first 15 minutes were pretty good. The last half hour was good. Mm Mm-hmm. And the rest was just Florence Pugh disassociating and looking into mirrors. Right. And staring off into space. Yeah. Yeah. And it was the same hallucinations over and Mm -hmm. over again. It was the same experience that she was going through. And instead of making it like in most psychological thrillers, you start out with little things that you're like able to brush off as normal Mm -hmm. and one of the first things that happens that makes her question her reality is actually in the trailer so it's not a surprise i know what you're gonna say already and it's it happens within 25 minutes of the movie so Uh very early she cracks an empty egg Mm -hmm. and then cracks multiple empty eggs Mm -hmm. and this is right at the beginning of the movie it just started no one after that point of cracking an empty (laughs) egg would be able to continue their life normally and like have there be more of a buildup like you would just be like all right like what the hell is going on right it was almost just like oh well that was weird yeah like it like just continued about her day yeah and And we never really 
connected that with anything else. Right. That was a very separate thing. You never know why the egg was empty. No. Compared to the rest of the food. Right. It was just the one pack of eggs that was empty. Very strange. (laughs) Yeah. So there were, and I know that this is like a common review that, I mean, this movie came out in the festival circuit. So Mm -hmm. it's been reviewed for a couple of weeks now. Mm -hmm. And I know that the common criticism of it is that there are so many underdeveloped plot points that it's like, Mm -hmm. there's not just like plot holes. There's like gaps. Gaps. (laughs) Valleys, if you will. (laughs) (laughs) It was a sinkhole at times. Yeah. And I think one of the other issues about spending an hour solid maybe an hour and 15 minutes of just watching Florence Pugh disassociate was that we missed out on so many good characters that they Mm -hmm. introduced us to at the beginning. So Gemma Chan was and always is captivating. Mm -hmm. The second she is on screen, you like stop breathing. Yeah. Like she's one of the most beautiful people I've ever seen. Yeah. Like I don't know how to explain this. There really doesn't need to be an explanation. It's like a swan. Yes. Like, it's just like, okay, she's here. She She is is, the moment. She is the moment always. Every time. And to have her be in, like, a total of four scenes, criminal. Absolutely criminal. Yeah, and, like, no character development at all for her. Really none for anyone. That's exactly it. Every person besides Florence and then maybe one other character who's another woman in the town who's also questioning things. Mm Mm-hmm. Everybody else is just deadpan the whole time. Mm-hmm. And I uh, I understand that they're trying to build this idyllic reality sure. where... Like a little bit Stepford Wivey. Yeah. I get that they were trying to go there. Unfortunately, like, the most interesting thing about the majority of the men was that all of them have, like, man crushes on Chris Pine's character. Yeah. Like, legitimately, I think Nick Kroll's character is in love with Chris yeah, Pine. Yeah, they like, kind <laughs> of set that up. Yeah. And I know that Again, they were trying to build this kind of empty reality that Florence Pugh was trying to get herself out of. But I think it would have been more interesting if her reality was really full and warm and happy mm-hmm. and real. So that the concept of maybe this isn't what I think what it I is. think it is would be much more satisfying than like from the very second we start the movie everything is weird it's and creepy off. and we're cracking yeah. empty eggs does that make sense yes I agree I think if it if it did establish those two things as being way more different uh-huh. like her reality that she's in is like actually really enjoyable and she likes it and she's got friends and there's people there and it's like nice but then it's like all these weird things are also happening. Mm-hmm. Like then I feel like somehow like at the end it would have clicked together of yeah. like, Ooh, but it was just like the whole time, like you said, like weird shit was happening. So yeah. it was like, we could already tell she was uncomfortable. Completely agree. And so why else wouldn't she continue to try and find out what was going on? Mm-hmm. If she was uncomfortable from the very beginning. Correct. And like clearly didn't want to be there. Yeah. Ever. So it was just <laughs> right. like, she was always just out of it. Yeah, like she was, she didn't want to be there. Mm-mm. And so I think like you said, if it had set it up and the tone was different. Yeah. That everyone Which actively I think they, did. They trying to do with the opening scene. The opening scene is like a party that they're having at somebody's house. Mm-hmm. And they're trying to show that like these are friends and they have fun together. 
But it's literally the next scene is weird. I was going to say, it was very short. Yeah. That wasn't long enough to establish, like, what is happening in this world. I know this probably would be a little more of, like, a quote-unquote traditional start to a movie. Mm -hmm. I would have loved to see Alice and Jack move in. Yeah. I would have loved to see that. I would have loved to see her excited for her new chapter in Mm -hmm. life and to be like oh my god this home is beautiful and to show her excited about putting her home together Mm -hmm. and more of their romance because although it is tantalizing on screen (laughs) their relationship was purely physical and they tried to convince us that it was this really deep passionate love Mm -hmm. when they don't even have conversations. He just walks in the door and they start having sex. And that's about it. And then he goes to work. And, and I think. Some breakfast. Yeah. And I think it just would have been. We just needed more setup and more introduction to each one of these characters to get mm-hmm. to know them better. So that the disturbing parts or the, you know, psychologically twisted parts feel more impactful. Yeah. And you feel worse for them going through it if that makes sense I will say however that the highlights for me were again some of the performances Chris Pine and Florence Pugh stand out Mm -hmm. in particular B I thought it was beautiful I did too I thought it was absolutely gorgeous it was really pretty to I don't know if maybe they shot it on film it felt like maybe they did I, I haven't researched it so maybe I could be wrong um and it could just be like filters but right it was shot absolutely beautifully and the set design was incredible i jack and alice's home was so cool stunning i like i truly love Mm mid-century like i don't know why but the step down living rooms i want one of those so badly i i agree like it's just perfect like (laughs) i like i really truly want to live there not in victory but right well i also like the cast particularly florence Pugh. Mm -hmm. i felt like she a little bit stole the show i'm gonna say it meryl streep of our time could be the jury's still out but i could say but i could say i could see it of the 2000s i think she is the best young actress oh for sure sersha's up there sersha's up there too but i don't know florence has just something else florence has a little bit of something extra which like you said meryl streep i would put her in the same category yeah for sure and it's like tony collette Mm -hmm. it's like No matter what they are in, Mm -hmm. they are good in it. Yes. And no matter if they, they could be in just the worst written, shittiest movie and their character is still going to be good. It's going to be the most believable shit you've ever seen. Yes. Every single time. I mean, you and I actually didn't enjoy the staircase as much as we thought we were going to. And like Tony Collette was just like every scene with her we were like "Mm, gobble gobble like we loved it and it's the same thing with this movie and with Florence is like she's not just 
acting her part. She is that person in that moment. She literally becomes her character. Uh huh. At the beginning of every movie that she's in, I'm like, oh my gosh, she's so pretty. Like, I love right. Florence Pugh. And then by the end of the movie, I forgot that it was Florence Pugh mm-hmm. for that entire two Meanwhile, hours. Meanwhile, the whole time I was like, there's Harry Styles again. I like, know. I never. Yep. I honestly, I kept forgetting what his name was, his character's <laughs> name. Because I was <laughs> you like. You wanted to call him Harry. Yeah, I was like, it's Harry Styles. Honestly, Jack did not fit him. No. I feel like they should have just called him Harry. <laughs> no, yeah. I mean, they should have just kept him Harry because he just wasn't. I also love the set. I also love the cinematography and yeah. just everything about that I thought was beautiful. I really did also like the music. I agree. Both the old music and also just like the sounds that they used to like kind the, of create the some thriller. of the tension. Yeah. The thriller sounds I thought were really honestly very effective. So yeah. I felt like... Again, there were just some qualities about it that made me really excited about this movie. Mm-hmm. But there's just so much missing. Like you said, it's the plot points. Yeah. It's some of the acting from Harry Styles mostly. But it was just like the movie is victory. It's an empty egg. Going in the theater ready to like, oh my gosh, like this cast. It's so beautiful and you mm-hmm. want to devour it. But then it's just like completely unsatisfying. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. So... I completely agree with you. We are going to give our final reviews now before we get into spoilers, just so that um, whoever wants to dip out, if they're planning to see this, I am going to give this a medium. I am too. Okay. I think that this film was a victim of really horrible marketing. Mm -hmm. I think it was a victim of controversy. Mm -hmm. And I think that if we did not have... The drama with Shia LaBeouf, if we did not have the affair between Olivia and Harry, I think if there wasn't the clear tension from Florence, I mean, she like didn't post anything about this movie on her social media. I think that because of all of that, people built it up into this movie has to be perfect in order to make up for all of that bullshit. Mm -hmm. And I think we're judging it a little too hard. I do too. I think it's way too close under the microscope. Yes. And I think that if this movie came out without any controversy and was just a standard like, oh, Florence Pugh is in a movie with Chris Pine. That's great. Oh, Mm -hmm. we're happy at Toronto Film Festival. This is so wonderful. I think it would have sat low 80s. Maybe like I do too. Upper seventies. Yeah. Um, I think people would have said it's good and not great. Yes, I would agree with that. Even though there are some really big issues with it that chip away mm-hmm. at what it could have been, it still was of I enjoyed watching it. I enjoyed it too. I will say you don't need to run to a theater. No. You could very easily stream this. 100%. I'm sure it will be on a streaming service. Yeah. Unless you want to avoid the spoiler, which is what victory is, Mm -hmm. obviously. I don't think you need to rush anywhere. Just stay off the internet and don't look at stuff involving this project. I wouldn't either. Yeah, Yeah, I wouldn't either. And now... Now it's time for Kaylin shares what she really thinks. (laughs) I'm just kidding. (laughs) We are going to enter our spoiler portion of the podcast. We'll be right back. Hello. Welcome to the little tiny spoiler edition. (laughs) I initially did not want to do spoilers and Caitlin was like, 
I have to. I just have. I just have <laughs> to. I don't know why. It just like there's just this one part that I have to talk about. Uh-huh. And obviously, like you said before, it's the part where we find out what victory is. Mm-hmm. And it like really creeped me out. Yeah. It like really fucked me up. You were like unwell. I <laughs> So I don't know. I can't remember if we've ever discussed this in a previous episode. Mm-hmm. I had what we call fear tears mm-hmm. um which is just something that happens to my body like if you're uncomfortable if you're scared yes if i'm freaked out in a movie or if i'm really uncomfortable or it's like my body has like a visceral reaction sometimes mm-hmm. to a movie and i just i don't cry but i just get like tears in my eyes yeah and so abby and i call them fear tears that happened to me in this movie which is Mm -hmm. why i wanted to do a spoiler section because my body was literally like ah like (laughs) (laughs) panic so i'll just go ahead and say since we're in the spoiler section so we find out that victory is a completely virtual reality correct and not only is it a virtual reality but it's a virtual reality where half of the people there are there not out of their own volition and i just got fear tears again yeah from that thought and i got goosebumps again it's such a cool idea to me yeah like that's the part of this movie that i was like dude like if we had just like told this differently and set this up differently mm-hmm. i probably like this probably would have been one of my favorite movies of the year yeah if like I said in the in the earlier portion, if the if the hour and fifteen minutes in between the beginning and the end mm-hmm. was good, this would have been an Oscar nominated movie. A hundred percent. One of the most interesting things about victory and about the whole system of like building this virtual reality world was that it was steeped in like incel culture yes and it was it reminds me of right now on the internet we have these male characters like Mm -hmm. andrew tate a lot of it is very anti-women and wanting to go back in time to when Mm -hmm. women were there holding a drink at the door and i think that part of it could have been developed more than just seeing Harry Styles like sitting behind a computer listening to this guy talking. Mm -hmm. I know they probably just wanted it to be like the end spoiler and then it unravels from there and they didn't want to dive into it more. But I think I wanted more from Jack, from Harry Mm Styles' character as to why he made the choice to put them in there. You could see some of the reasons why Jack did it in their false reality yeah i felt like yeah so like the fact that they had sex every day the fact that she cooked every day and Mm -hmm. she was always there for him in his real life with her his actual girlfriend she was constantly working and didn't cook and like he was like felt like and he was unemployed and in victory he got a promotion yeah yeah it was like kind of literal almost i felt but like just the fact i think why it impacted me so much is like when when like it sets the scene of like him coming home from work and she's just laying in the bed strapped down with her eyes like Mm -hmm. held open with little lasers like scanning her eyes yeah and he like puts the like liquid from a washcloth dropped into her mouth i was like what the fuck (laughs) yeah like that was 
deeply disturbed. I thought it was going to be still set in like the 50s. I thought it was like the Truman Show almost. Right. Um, I did like, I was very pleasantly surprised that they added the twist that it is in modern day. I think I had some issue with how we revealed it. Like the reveal happened before the climax. And I think that was an issue. Mm-hmm. And so that's why I was saying if they had given us more about Jack and his intentions mm-hmm. and his motives and unpack that more, it would have justified introducing it that early. Yeah. Because if they just introduced it at the end, it would have been a great shocking twist. Cut, you and know, that's it. and that's it. Yeah. But because it was introduced a little too early, I wanted more about mm-hmm. everything. What was happening. Yeah. yeah. I agree. I do agree with that. But it was still like, to me, a really impactful moment. But like, it definitely still again, like just a little bit void uh-huh. of something. Like of, of just development, uh-huh. honestly. I think there was two big moments at the end too that I my eyebrow literally just went like shooting to the sky because it came out of nowhere was a you find out that the men but just the men Mm -hmm. if they die in the reality in the virtual reality they die in real life and there was no reasoning no Mm -hmm. and apparently the women are free from that which doesn't make any sense. Yeah, but then Olivia Wilde was like, but they're going to come for your real body in real life. So I was like, what does that mean? I think just because she's still asleep, like mm. she was still like in her bed asleep, they mm-hmm. were going to come and kill her, I guess. Mm. <laughs> right. And then the other one was when Gemma Chan kills Chris Pine out of yeah, nowhere. Yeah, <laughs> what in the hell? <laughs> Again... A victim of not developing the characters was that we got no sense that their relationship or their marriage was rocky, Mm-mm. was tense, had any issues. And you really and truly felt that she was in on it with him. Like she, right. she was controlling the women and he was controlling the men. Right. She was like championing him the whole time. And then suddenly. Suddenly kills him. Out of nowhere with no no leading up to it. Nothing. They're just sitting in the house. They find out that Florence Pugh is booking it. And she just goes. All right. Stabs him in the heart. Twists it. Twists the knife. And then that's all we see. And that's all we see. That's it for them. We never hear anything more about that. But like where did Gemma Chan go? We're worried about her. (laughs) Not real confused. That's the thing about this movie is that plot hole. I'm like now that I'm saying it I want to give it a small and I'm like oh I shouldn't have given Mm. it a medium. But like I will still give it a medium because of the things we liked. Things that we liked and specifically I will give it a medium because I thought it was a very well made Mm -hmm. technical production. I agree. And I'll just and we'll just leave it at that. That's all she wrote. My brain hurts. Yeah. I actually do have a physical headache. Interesting. The Victory Project. Who's world? Our world. I gave you all of this out. <laughs> <laughs>that does it for us we're gonna go and watch some Steelers football mm-hmm. but we will be back next week with bros which is a yes. gay romantic comedy getting great reviews can't by the way wait. can't wait with Billy Eichner and we are just so excited for a little gay movie 
yes, we love a little gay movie. All right, everybody. We will catch you next week. Have a great weekend. And thanks for joining us on the ride home. Right